0: Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Our scripture reading this morning is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 to 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 to 13. I'm reading from the New King James Version this morning. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with most of them God was not well pleased, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. And do not become idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day 23,000 fell. Nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted. And were destroyed by serpents. Nor complain as some of them also complained. And were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happen to them as examples. As they were written for our admonition. Upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore let him who thinks he stands. Take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you. Except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. This is the word of our Lord. In our scripture this morning, Paul reminds the Corinthians and us about the difficult situations that the Israelites went through. And these things happen to them to provide an example for us so that we would not fall into the same evils. But all of us go through periods of struggles. Maybe you're struggling right now. And I'm, I'm pretty certain and safe in, in saying this that all of us are dealing with some type of struggle. And you know the scripture lays out clear principles about dealing with issues, dealing with struggles. But when you're down and out, when you're in that struggle, when you're in that moment, all you can think is, it's just too hard. I can't do this. I can't handle this anymore. yeah we we grumble and we complain just like our ancestors did now maybe we're we're not struggling with a particular sin maybe we're struggling with some type of painful circumstance in our life maybe it's an illness maybe it's a a recent death maybe it's a financial crisis some type of conflict We all experience that on a daily basis. Maybe it's just the the pain, the agony of growing older. Not being able to do the things we used to do. But it feels like it's just too much for you to handle. I just can't do this anymore. Whatever situation you're in though, God indeed has a message for you. Now, oftentimes, I would imagine most of your Bibles that you read, they have like little headings and little subheadings that, that kind of tell you what the next few paragraphs, what the next few scriptures are about. And so we read the heading, and, and I think this particular heading says something to the effect of the example of the Old Testament or something of the, the Israelites that went through. And so we read the scripture, and yep, that's what it means, that's what it's about. Rather than really looking at each individual verse and each individual word of what the scripture is saying. So this morning I want to focus really on one particular verse, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And I'm going to read that to you again from the English Standard Version. The English Standard Version is is more of a literal translation in today's English. It reads, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will, let, he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And that's a really good portion of scripture. A couple sentences, one Verse. But out of that verse, we can get five hope-giving truths that we can embrace during those times of struggle. The first one, it starts off, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. In other words, you're not alone. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're experiencing, Whether it is a death of a loved one, an illness, a financial crisis, a conflict. Whatever it is, you're not alone in it. Other people have gone through that similar thing throughout history. They've experienced it. That should give you an incredible amount of hope. You're probably thinking, well, what hope is that? So what other people have gone through it. But the answer is this. It's a common problem. Sure, I'm not not trying to minimize your situation, minimize your pain. Your situation has details that are unique to you. But it's a common problem that other people have gone through. And common problems have common solutions. So whatever it is that you're experiencing... Other people have experienced it as well. And not just right now, and not just in the recent past or the American past, but throughout history. Scripture was written to people who were like us in many ways. They experienced pain without a doubt. They experienced death, for sure. They had bad marriages. They had problems in their church. They struggled with the same kind of sin that we do. We think this stuff going on at Penn State right now is horrendous and horrible. And how could this possibly happen? And it is. We didn't see any of this. We just heard about it on the news. But when the Corinthians opened up their front door and stepped out into the town, they saw this that type of stuff, and much worse, they saw it, and they had to live through it. So they experienced the same things that we experience, the same kind of sins, the temptations and trials that we have. And God gave them solutions. Paul wrote letters to them, First and Second Corinthians, Ephesians, Philippians, Romans and so on. And it's not Paul just sitting down and saying, I'm going to write these guys a letter. It's the Holy Spirit inspiring Paul. It's God giving Paul what to write. And it's God giving them the solutions. So whatever your struggle is, the solution is in the Bible. The solution is in God's Word. We simply need to turn to it, search for it, commune with God, and ask Him, to give us the strength to find his solutions. So that's the first hope. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. Whatever you're going through, you're not alone. And even if you feel alone, we need to remember the second portion here, the second hope, that God is faithful. No true Christian would deny that. God is faithful. Maybe you've been tempted to wonder though, is he faithful to me? Is he faithful to me? Because I've really messed up quite a few times. I haven't done the things he wanted me to do. I haven't said the things he wanted me to say. In fact, I did the exact opposite and said the exact opposite. I think Paul wrote about that as well. But Paul also wrote to Timothy, he said, If we are faithless, God remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. God is faithful and he cannot deny that. That's his very character. So he'll never be lacking in faithfulness to us. His faithfulness always overcomes sin. It always overcomes persecution. Don't believe me? Look back in your own life. Look back to the Bible. Look back to the Old Testament. God promises faithfulness to Israel even after they committed unspeakable acts of idolatry. Take a look at Ezekiel 16 and read about some of the stuff that was going on. Unbelievable that God was faithful. Or look at David, a man after God's own heart. As we saw in our psalm this morning, he was crying out to God, saying, have you forgot about me? How long are you going to let this go on, Lord? But David messed up a few times. But God was faithful. Even after he sinned with Bathsheba, God was faithful. You can read about that in First and Second Samuel. Look at the New Testament. God was faithful to Peter and Peter denied Christ three times. We see that in the Gospels. But God was faithful. See, sin and these impossible circumstances are no match for God and His faithfulness. Maybe you are feeling alone even though you won't be tempted beyond what you can handle. But maybe you're thinking God has abandoned you. Or maybe you feel guilty that you abandoned God. Well, stop thinking that. God is always there. He's always been there. He'll always be there. Yeah, you may have ignored him, but his arms are open and ready once again to welcome you. No temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. You are not alone. God is faithful. And the third hope we get is the fact that he will not let you be tempted beyond what you are able. Whatever you're facing right now, God's grace is sufficient for you. That comes from Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. It may not feel like it's possible. But on the basis of God's character and by His strength, you can overcome your trial. Maybe you've seen other people go through situations that are, that are difficult and you just think to yourself, man, I could never do that. I could never go through that like them. The Truth is, you couldn't. None of us can. We don't have the strength to do any of this stuff, to get through these struggles, to get through these trials and these temptations on our own. We can't. We'll fail every time. But the truth is, if God placed that trial in your life, if he placed that struggle in your life, if he placed that temptation in your life, he'll give you the grace to go through it. My grace is sufficient for you. Paul asked several times. He prayed to God, take this pain away from me. We don't know what it was, but it was really bugging Paul. God said, no. My grace is sufficient. (laughs) So whatever you're experiencing, God gives you the grace to endure it. Once again, ask Him for it. Ask Him for the strength. Ask Him for the grace. Ask Him for the mercy to see you through your trial for endurance. To see you through your struggle. To see you through that temptation. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you're able. But, and this is our fourth hope, with the temptation he will also provide a way of escape. And that makes me think of the World War II paratroopers. That many of them, their planes got shot down and they just had to to jump out wherever they were at. But even the ones that made it to their drop zone, they were dropped in the middle of enemy territory. And they had a mission that they had to accomplish. They had to do whatever it is they were supposed to do and to get to wherever they were supposed to get to and then back to the rendezvous point. A challenge that must have been. To know that you're getting dropped in the middle of enemy territory and there's no escape, there's no helicopter that's going to, you can call in, you know, and And radio in a helicopter to come and pick you up if the fire is too heavy. It's not going to happen. There's no trap door. There's no tunnels to escape to. In fact, many of them weren't even dropped where they were supposed to have been dropped at. So they had no idea where they were even at. How challenging that would have been. But they had to find their way through enemy territory. In the same way, sometimes we bring the problems on ourselves. Yes, sometimes we do things that get us into trouble. Or sometimes we put ourselves into tempting situations. Sure. But many times we don't. Trouble seems to find us. Problems seem to come to us. But God has provided in every one of those situations a path for you to take there's always a choice of roads to travel. And when faced with that trial, when faced with that sin, when faced with that temptation, you can choose to succumb to it, give in, give up, or you can choose to resist and, f- and flee from it. And when you are confronted with a difficult ordeal, if you do succumb to the despair and the anxiety of it. God will be there to forgive you and pick you back up once again. Or you can endure with the strength that He provides. God's Word will light the way of escape and show you the path to follow to get you through the situation and out of the enemy territory. We simply need to trust Him. And so often we forget that. So often we we forget to trust Him in those difficult situations. So often we maybe just react to the situation without asking for God's guidance, without asking for God's strength. But we know that no temptation has overtaken you that's not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond what you're able. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape. And finally, the fifth hope, that you will be able to endure it. What tremendous hope Paul through the Holy Spirit gives us here Our situation is common. Yeah, it might not feel too good for us. It might be horrible for us. But it's common. God is going to be faithful to us even if we aren't faithful to Him. And He will strengthen us and guide us through the difficult times if we ask Him and if we let Him. And Paul assures us that if we follow God's path, that we can and we will endure it. If you're weighed down by the pressures of life, and I think we all are, God may not remove the burden. He did not for Paul. But He'll strengthen you to see you through it. He'll strengthen your mind. He'll strengthen your body. He'll strengthen your soul when you earnestly seek Him. And when you think about it, the Bible isn't just for people with with simple problems. The Bible addresses all people of all time, past, present, and future. And it addresses all problems. Little trivial things like getting stuck in traffic and missing an appointment, or having a clog drain, or a pipe breaking. Little trivial things, but oh, they're so irritating, isn't it? The Bible addresses those. Trust God. The Bible addresses the severe issues as well. Maybe it's a life-dominating sin, a life pattern that you're stuck in, an addiction that you have, or maybe a physical illness, terminal illness, an illness where you see that there's little or no hope. The Bible addresses that. The Bible says there is hope. God is faithful. God is faithful. The apostles had personally evangelized and taught many of these people to whom they wrote. Paul was around. He, was at, he knew some of the Corinthians. He knew some of the Ephesians. He knew some of the Philippians and so on. He knew these people because he was in their towns preaching to them. And then when he was preaching somewhere else or when he was in jail, when he was in prison, he wrote letters to them. James did the same thing. Peter did the same thing. They preached to these people and when they weren't there, they wrote them letters. And when you read these letters, you know, we realize that, that these people in these churches had some very difficult problems. Like I said, the church, you know, the, the Corinthians, they, that was a sin-laden society. I mean, that was rough. Nothing compared to what what we deal with today. And there's some serious issues that they had. And they needed this instruction from God. And in fact, the Hebrew Scriptures, the the Old Testament, were for the New Testament believers what the entire Bible is to us. And it says even in, in Paul's letter there, Now these things happen to them as an example. But they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the ages has come. The Bible is filled with examples. Sure, the details might be different. But the issues are very similar. So when you read 1 Corinthians 10.13, Know for certain that no matter the depth of your temptation, the depth of your trial, that the Lord is faithful. He has provided your way of escape. And you can endure it. And you know what? It doesn't stop. There's really no point in your life, at least that I've gotten to, and I'm sure many of you would agree, where the temptation stops where the trials stop, where the problems stop, where the struggles stop. It doesn't happen. And it won't happen until we're with Christ. That is the life that we're faced with. But God will be faithful. He'll be there with us through everything. and That's what we need to remember. That's the message we need to take home today. That God is faithful to us. And is there waiting for us and giving us what we need to endure. Let us close with a prayer this morning. Lord, we thank you for our time in your word together this morning. And we thank you that it has been so well preserved by faithful people over so many years. We're thankful that we can still learn from the examples that are provided in your word. We thank you for your grace and for your mercy and for your love, even when we can't understand or make sense of the things that are happening in our lives. Help us to trust you more fully with our lives, knowing that you have a plan for each and every one of us, both individually and collectively. We ask this in your Son's precious name, who lives and reigns with you now and forever. Amen.